Hello, everyone, and welcome in. It's the podcast version of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Tom Callahan here, Scott Strandy joining me as well, as we are talking about the devilish dozen, as Scott likes to call it, the last 12 games of the Arizona State University men's hockey team schedule this year. Coming down the stretch, trying to continue the Cinderella season and uh, maybe parlay it into a berth in the NCAA postseason tournament. And, uh, well, Scott, unfortunately... For the Sun Devils, not a great weekend at Cornell. Two losses on the road, 6-1 on Friday, 3-2, a little better on Saturday, but uh, doesn't put them any closer to making that tournament berth. Absolutely correct, Tom. I'm going to give you the good news and the bad news. The bad news is is that they got swept at Cornell. The good news is there's still eight games remaining on the schedule, and that gives them the opportunity to hit that magic number that I set up personally a little while ago of six. So if you do the math, you got to go, uh, what's that, six and two in order to put yourself in a position where you still might qualify for the uh, NCAA tournament. And now, Scott, let's explain a little bit, maybe for those who don't know, there's there's a national ranking and then there's this pairwise ranking. So explain, if you would, what's the difference? The big difference is the ranking, Tom, is just strictly a ranking. It's it's a media uh, outlets, coaches, things like that, putting out their ideas of who they think is the best team. The pairwise is a computer ranking, which actually is the formula used to determine the top 16 teams in the country for the NCAA tournament, less, of course, the automatic bids that will come from the um, NCAA conference tournament wins. And that's something uh, you know fans of other college sports will recognize as, hey, if you win your conference tournament, you often get an automatic bid uh, and you're able to move on. So that may mean you see a couple of teams from the same conference, uh, even though one wins the tournament over the other, or maybe the other one doesn't even get to the final, but uh, depending on how the rankings play out. So those are some of the things Arizona State is fighting, especially being an independent uh, coming down to this time of year, because Scott, they don't have the benefit of a conference tournament. That's absolutely correct, Tom. And, you know, you ask the players and they look at it two different ways. Some will say it's kind of a disadvantage not to have a conference tournament to play in. Others, like Joey Decord told me last week that, you know, there's only going to be five, maybe six. I can't remember for sure how many conferences we have going here off the top of my head. But there might only be five or six automatic bids, which means that everybody else that gets into the tournament has to get in the same way as Arizona State would, which really means wins and losses and strength of schedule. Well, Scott, let's talk a little bit about what happened at Cornell on the road. Uh, a slow start. They get outshot. I think it was 26-7 to in the first period. Fall behind, lose 6-1 on Friday night. Better showing on Saturday in that 3-2 game, but still a couple of losses here on the weekend. And uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts on what you think went wrong there for ASU. Well, here's what I've been struggling with for the entire year, Tom, is that when I look at Arizona State right now and the losses they've taken, it's been to Clarkson, a big physical team that shut them down in the neutral zone. It's been to Cornell, a big physical team that shut them down in the neutral zone. So there's three losses right there. Uh, when you look at that, you say, why is this team struggling against big physical teams? Because the first two years of NCAA hockey at ASU, they were that big physical team. This year, they've transitioned a little bit to more speed, more skill. And that seems to be a problem right now. So I'm interested in talking to Coach Bowers tomorrow and finding out what his thoughts are and what he thinks they have to do to uh, to change that. Well, and also, Scott, you know, I think that kind of goes along with the fact that uh, there's five freshmen who've been elevated at various points along the way here for this Arizona State uh, University men's hockey team. 
And when you get those younger kids into the lineup, uh, a lot of times they're just simply not as physically mature as a senior would be, a junior. And some of the guys playing college hockey now play U.S. juniors for a little while and then go to college. So sometimes they're in their early 20s, whereas if you're 18, 19, maybe even 20, trying to compete against guys who might be 22, 23, 24, um, that's that's a big gap, especially uh, with the, the strength level and just uh, the natural ability that comes along with becoming more of a man growing from a teenager into a young adult. Yeah, Tom, I totally agree. I think that's uh, a lot to do with it. I also think that you know, sometimes when you're having success doing things a certain way, it's hard to go away from that. So it's hard to make adjustments from a skilled team like they were against Boston College, for example, and getting a two-game sweep to, you know, a team like Cornell, which, like I said, played them very physical, played puck possession, made them chase the game from the very start. Um, that changes the way you have to do. And I know Coach Powers and, and Field and uh, Hixie, made some changes uh, between periods to try to adjust, but sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and it's an awful lot harder on the road, as you know as well. Well, and they are going to be playing their next four on the road as well, at Boston University uh, the weekend of January 25th and 26th, and then at RIT February 1st and 2nd. So it's not going to get any easier um, for the Sun Devils, but uh, are, are you still looking at some of the rays of sunshine here? I mean, you've you've still got one of the most capable goaltenders in the nation in Joey Decord, who, uh, I mean, it's unfortunate when you give up nine in a weekend, but he's still making some big saves out there, and, and he's a main reason why the Sun Devils have a chance to win. And then Johnny Walker nets his nation-leading 19th goal of the year. Yeah, there's definitely rays of sunshine, and like I said, I think we all knew that they weren't going to go 12-0 and 0 through my devilish dozen. So, um, you know, two losses, it doesn't really matter where they come from. It's just that you can't have a whole lot more than that. Like, you can't have more than two more losses, in my estimation. So whether they were at Cornell or at Boston University or at Minnesota or at home against AIC, it doesn't really matter where. It's a matter of how many. And not well, it is a tall order. I mean, you're asking this of a team that uh, a program, I should say, that's really only in its fourth year. And I think Scott has grown by leaps and bounds. They made a believer out of me this year. Um, is is this kind of the point where maybe you see a little bit of the growing pains uh, for this program as, you know, they, they got off to a great start. They've been playing some great hockey, but, you know, now teams that have been around longer, um, and have, you know, built a little more depth into their programs. Is this where they kind of rise a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a possibility. I think probably more so, though, Tom, they did play, you know, the uh, Desert Classic, and then they played Boston College after that at home. And Coach Powers will say they were ready to get on the road and go to Cornell. But when you think about two very emotional, very tough weekends leading up to this Cornell trip, and then you fly across country and you know, I think they went from Phoenix to Charlotte to Rochester or Syracuse. You know, you know that neck of the woods pretty well. <laughs> but but getting up there, getting to Ithaca, New York is not the easiest thing. Um, I know, and not making excuses again, but I know just watching the Twitter feed that they were talking a lot about the cold weather, the snow, all the different surroundings around them. Whether that played a role, I don't know. I'd like to think not. But, you know, I mean, you're a college kid, so... You go from 65 and sunny in the desert to four above and snow in New York. Um, sometimes that can play with your head a little bit. 
Well, and again, coming out with a couple of losses there, but now you got to go right back on the road here uh, to Boston, which is a little bit easier flying from Phoenix to Boston than it is getting to Ithaca, New York. Um, but then you're going to have to go to Rochester, New York as well uh, the weekend after that. And so uh, it's not going to get easier for these guys right now. But uh, when you're you're looking at this hockey club, and again, talking about your devilish dozen, okay, so there's eight games left, six wins, it's a tall order. Uh, I think it's a very tall order, but um, it's within the realm of possibility for this team to do it, especially if a guy like Joey Decord can steal them a game or two here where maybe they're not at their best. Uh, but I will say from from my standpoint, Scott, I just think they really have to find a way to, and I know Joey says, I love it when I get a lot of shots. I love it when I get a lot of shots. That's great. But they got to limit the opportunities. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. I, he loves a lot of shots, but I don't think he wanted the number of shots that he faced this weekend ever again. I mean, you're an old goaltender. You know what that's like. You like to get in a rhythm, but you don't want to be bombarded either. And I think certainly Friday night he was bombarded with shots. You know, as we look at the stats on Joey, uh, he's played in all 26 games. He's 16-9-1. He's given up 58 goals. But here's a number that shocks me, and I think it will you too as a goaltender. 767 saves so far in the season for a 9.30 save percentage. Thoughts? That's a, lo- a lot of work. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of work. Uh, goals against average still is in there at 2.24. And, of course, he's still got the six shutouts. So that's uh, that that's a positive thing when you're looking for the ray of sunshine. And can Joey DeCord put the steam on his back for eight more games? Absolutely. Um, but I think more importantly, you got to figure out a way to get a little bit more balanced scoring uh, the good news, if we're looking for Rays of Sunshine again, is that the four teams that remain on their schedule are not really that Clarkson Cornell type where they're going to be big physical and try to dominate you. I think they're more skilled teams that will try to, to, to move the puck, and, and I think that plays into ASU's hands. I said this all season, Tom, and I know you've heard me. You're probably ready to beat me over the head over it, but I think they're going to have 22 wins coming into that last weekend series at Minnesota, which means three straight sweeps coming up. Um, and when they get those three state sweeps, I think 22 puts them on the bubble. And I think that weekend in Minneapolis, Minnesota is going to be a difference between getting into the tournament and getting a good seed in the tournament. All right. Well, a lot to look forward to if you're a college hockey fan, that's for sure, especially here in the desert Southwest. So that's Scott Strandy. I'm Tom Callahan. You've been listening to the podcast version of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next week.